Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Open Book Podcast. My name is Ann Nixon. Today's episode, we got a few guests. Today's guest, I got uh, I got my boy Marcus. He co-hosts the, um, the Pickup Podcast with me. He's a sports podcast. And um, my homeboy, Wendell. He's in uh, Fayetteville by way of D.C. And Marcus, you 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 down in Clemson, some people who don't know. Yep. All right, so today's episode, we're going to be talking about a few different topics. We're going to talk about Takashi 6 9 talk about no snitching culture when it comes to to dudes and their, and their homeboys and uh we're gonna gonna answer the question of black men trash some of the right and wrong ways to break things off with a female and do fake ass and titties matter so stay tuned man we're gonna get into it <laughs> All right, so Takashi Six Nine, he's a known troll. He's a rapper from Brooklyn. Um, I first heard of him probably like eight months ago or so. Um, I just recently heard like a record from him, um, and I mean he's done things like challenge. I guess the whole city of Chicago uh, told multiple rappers to suck his dick. On this is all online. Dude walks around rainbow hair. Um, I think pictures came out of him um, dressed in like crip. Uh, paraphernalia, but he's like, you know, being branded as this blood. Uh, he says no one can touch him. He recently uh, said he got kidnapped and robbed and all this other stuff, though we're not sure if that actually happened. So, our question is, uh, is, is this trolling and other guys like him, uh, is it trolling bad for hip-hop? And does this prove, because it has worked, does it prove that the authenticity of hip-hop is dead? Uh, Marcus, Man, I wouldn't what do you say think? authenticity is dead. I wouldn't say the authenticity is dead, but it's definitely not good for hip hop. You know, the whole culture was, you know, built on, you know, kind of self-expression and, you know, getting your stories heard and, you know, saying the stuff that previously in music that was, you know, not to say that it's not controlled by industry at, like now, but, you know, a lot of the stories, you know, were told from a different perspective than what was previously uh, on the radio waves and stuff so it's about being real and being true to you know your story you got shit like this coming on you know you got a dude you know what i'm saying just a dude that's out here saying whatever to get you know views and follows or whatever and you don't really be about that shit just like he was saying uh when x died you know he was like oh well you know it really made me sit back and think about my trolling and all that other shit and i gotta watch how i've been living my life and then a week later he's back doing the same shit so you know I don't think it's good at all. No. What do you, what do you think about the boy, uh, Wendell? Nah, not at all, man. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot going on in hip hop besides that that bullshit, man. So, uh, I think mumble rap as a whole is taken away from the authenticity of uh, of hip hop. Um, Hold up. Why you say that? Why you say that, man? Cause man, like they they taking the the genre and turn it in turning it into a joke, man. Like when you can make a hit song and literally not say nothing or repeat the same two lines over and over again for two minutes, that's the, yeah. that's, crazy, that's crazy to me, man. Like that to me, that's more of a joke than uh, uh, Takashi, man. Because what's crazy is if you listen to some of the cat songs, man, the, the songs are kind of catchy, man. I'm not going to lie. I got a couple of his tracks on my, on my playlist, my workout playlist. As, uh, you know, as long as the music is good, I, I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't say nothing bad about it, man. I mean, he's a little corny with the, with the rainbow hair and all that, man, but I can't say it's bad for hip hop as a, as, as a whole. So he recently was on like Angie Martinez and, uh, he basically said that he started reciting some of his lyrics and he was like, man, I don't, I don't even try. Like this is, he basically said like, he just says shit and people fuck with it and he doesn't care about the artistry of it. Like I'm paraphrasing. Y'all can go back and actually look at his interview. I'm not like making it up. He said like pretty much that, um, does that take, like, is that disrespectful to real artist artists, supposedly quote unquote real artists, or is it just like, dude, he's playing a game and he's playing it really well and better than everyone else, and you can't be mad at it. Yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna say, man. Because uh, if I had the opportunity, uh, let, let's say, let's say let's let's take it to another uh, another playing field, right? Let's say it was basketball, and let's say I got on the court 
and I can't play basketball for shit. But for some reason, the fans love me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get my ass out there and act the clown on that court and play basketball and make them millions. And to me, there, there's nothing wrong with that because I'm just I'm doing what the fans want me to do. So as long as people are buying it and, and buying into it, I can't blame him for, for doing it. I agree with that sentiment on the fans because it really does come down to who your target audience is and stuff. And I do think the, whether it's good or bad, uh, how it's viewed is a generational thing. Cause I mean, you can look back at like the whole like boom bat rap era or whatever. And then you got gangster rap coming up and people being like, Oh, well that's not real music. That's just a bunch of cussing and hoodlum stuff and blah, blah, blah. And that's bad for the youth. So, I mean, this is not necessarily the same shit, but kind of the same sentiment. So. Yeah. I do remember my dad telling me um, when I was a kid living in Georgia, that Pastor Troy was just a bunch of niggas in the studio making noise. That and I quote, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I don't know. I guess, I guess my whole thing is like the stuff he's doing. Like example, the stuff with Chicago. Like he went, he went there and completely trolled them. Went there like you know, I guess landed early as hell. Went there like five in the morning, shot something. Went throughout Chicago the rest of the day. Posted those videos and then said, "Yo, I'm gonna be here." I'm going to be in this area that's known for a lot of violence and stuff. And, and um, he had already been there and then released the, <laughs> and then released the tape. And then they ended up finding out that it was all fake. Like he had came there earlier, but is it all good until like one of them dudes take him serious and they kill his ass or kids are already in Let's just say somebody else takes what he does. Right. Some kid that don't know any better. And he tries this and he gets murked. You know what I'm saying? Then are we saying the same thing? Like, that is all good. Yeah, I, I mean, I am. <laughs> what about you, Marcus? Well, I was about to say, I mean, you know, you can't really blame the artist for necessarily everyone that follows them. I'm saying if you want to run, it's like, you know, parents used to say, if so-and-so going to jump off a bridge, you're going to follow him. It's yeah. Like, if you want to run around, you know, fake gang banging and acting like he's in somebody's hood and you want to think it's cool to run up and do that for likes and views. I mean, you just better be prepared. Cause I mean, he he's at least being kind of smart about it where he's not really putting himself in any real danger. Yeah. But someone who's watching, it might not know that. So they might actually do the real, real thing. Like they might pull up to old block at 10 PM at night, tell niggas they're going to be there and who knows what's going to happen to him. They, you know, trying to spark up some beef or some shit. Yeah. Like that nigga had Chief Key flying across the country, but I mean he was at least like what a day ahead of him. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> do do you think this would have like let's just say there was social media in like the nineties and like the earlier two thousands, do you think this would have worked? The stuff he's I think doing? it would have I think some of the social media beef uh would have kept some of the real street beef from happening because it's a whole lot easier to, you know, to play out a beef online behind a keyboard. <laughs> Than it is, you know, actually put yourself in real, you know, real life harm, harm's way to prove yourself. So it's all about what the fans are willing to accept. So I think that if it was around in the 90s, it would have happened kind of the same way that it is today. Hey, the- you might see like on a more or less uh, jokey level, you might see more like how I say jokey, but I was about to bring up 50 Cent. Like, you know how 50 Cent be on, you know, Instagram or whatever, and when he be instigating with people and shit, yeah. they're like the game. But, you know, when they do it, they be like, they don't be like playing. They don't seem like they playing. They seem like they're throwing like real shots. Like this nigga went to Floyd Mayweather and basically blamed him for, you know, old boy killing himself and his girl while he yeah. was on FaceTime with him. Like that's some real beef shit that you would probably say to that nigga's face. It's not no trolling shit. Yeah. So I, I don't think it would have been no different, man. Like there, there's a difference between between the real beef and, and the trolls. And uh like you like you said earlier, like Marcus said earlier, man, he's being smart about it. Um so even if it was back in the 90s, I still think the same thing would have happened, man. Because it wasn't no it, – it was trolls back in the 90s, too. Like, it wasn't like everything was serious. It didn't get real – or it didn't become publicly serious until the whole Tupac and Biggie jump, right, when these two cats got killed. Yeah. Um. So I think it would have played out the exact same way that it's playing now, man. For sure, man. Um. Do, you, do y'all think a lot more people are going to start doing this shit because they see it working for them? Well, I mean, I think he's kind of the peak to this point of this wave because it's been going on for a while. Uh, you see guys, you know, trolling on the internet just to put out a single or some shit like that. You've seen Soldier Boy do it, you know, fake beef with somebody just to drop a mixtape and then don't really get as much play or whatever. But shit like that be go- been going on for a while now. I just think he's just probably one of the best at doing it right. 
Hey, Wendell, do you think this is a new, a newer, more updated version of like Fifty Cent, How to Get, a, How to Rob, type of like that type of uh, angle? Yeah, absolutely. It's the, it's the evolution of that same shit, man. Because Fifty was trolling back then too. He he's naming a bunch of cats he ain't never met. He ain't had no beef with. He's yeah. just naming them just to, just to get his name out there. Same exact thing. Yo. So this isn't threatening any of the authenticity of hip hop. Yeah, I don't think at all. Like this shit. Nah, if anything, it's a continuation of what's been going on in hip hop. All right, man. I just think it's more that this is more popular now than it is before. That's what I think threatens the authenticity. Because you might have seen this like every like once in a while before, but it feels like, especially with social media, it's like every other up and coming person wants something similar like this to get on. And that's what I think is threatening. All right, bet. All right. So the next topic we're going to talk about is uh, the no snitching culture. When your boy is in the wrong, this was a, a topic that you kind of wanted to speak on. Um, yeah. can, you, can you like got us as far as what you're talking about? You know what I'm saying? For people who don't really understand. All right. Yeah. So my thing is, you know, especially uh, on social media now, you know, something happened with, you know, somebody's homeboy. You can go on your local Facebook feed or whatever. Someone from your area get locked up and, you know, you'll see a bunch of hashtag free whatever whatever his name is, free my nigga, free my nigga. You know, your boy could get, you know, caught running up on a mother and their kids and running up in their house and shooting them all dead. And they'll be like, nah, free my nigga. That's my dog. You're going to see the light of day. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. What, like, what's your mindset behind that? It's like, your dog can be wrong. And talking about, you know, if you had something happen in your, in your hood or whatever, that you would not snitch on him just for him being your boy. But if it happened to you, you wouldn't want that same information. So that's the kind of shit that, you know, I don't understand with that whole you no know, snitching culture. Yeah. I guess also when I read it, because of the podcast I recorded previ- previous with uh, my homegirl, I-, I-, I was thinking about more like if your boy is accused of rape. And that being yeah, like, along the same what, how do you na- how do you navigate that? Like, is there a right answer for any of that? Like, how... I know I definitely am not the dude that's like free so and so, like especially if I know they did that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't think I've ever in my life said free so and so. I'll I'll reserve those to like Martin Luther King getting arrested for right. protesting type stuff. You feel Polit- me? Like political shit. You know what I mean? Like not because you called a body, you called a charge, and now your ass is sitting down for that charge you may or may not have done, you know? Yeah. But do y'all th- so do y'all think like as like men, particularly black men, we like don't hold like our peers accountable for the shit uh, they do. I, I wouldn't necessarily say go that far. Um, I actually had this conversation the other day with a cat, and I, I hate that the the whole no snitching thing has been viewed as inherently a black thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's not by any means. Uh, nope. And really, the origin is is. In poor communities where snitching could get you killed because the police that are supposed to protect you from the people you snitching on ain't protecting you for whatever reason, whether they can or they don't. Right. Yeah. So that's my thing about it. Like, I would have to take the safety of myself and my family into account before I snitch on anybody, no matter how big of a creep they are. If they creep in, if they, uh, you know, I don't know, man, like. It comes to my family and myself before I before the safety of anybody else. So I would yeah. have to weigh, weigh that out before uh, before I make that decision. So if I could play like I guess a women's advocate for what I've, I've been talking to women, particularly black women, and they say that uh, we don't um, we don't tell our homeboys when they basically show behavior of like rape culture and you know they do certain stuff to women, whether it be like hitting women or just mm-hmm. trying to get women drunk. So that they can, you know, smash or whatever the case may be, and they right. say we we don't call out other black men. What what do y'all say to that? See, it's kind of like uh, I know y'all heard recently that uh, video where Charlamagne was talking about, you know, how he had got, I think it was his, he said his wife the first time yeah. that they yeah. just had sex or something, how he got her like super drunk off some like Spanish liquor or some shit like that, guaranteed like put her on her ass. Yeah, and so you know, and then he was he was saying it in the oh every guy in their youth has done something like this before, like normalized sense, and that's kind of the shit that I'm talking about. Where it's like, 
all right, it's a normalized sense to where it happens. You know you're wrong, but you're not going to say nothing because it's normalized. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if something like that were to happen and say, because that ended up in the long run, you know, they ended up together and married and, or, or whatnot. But no, say she went to the police and, you know, put out a charge against old boy. But there are witnesses there. And not like he's threatening to kill him or something they told, but, you know, it's just your boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you so, look that as a rat. Yeah, you looked at her as a rat, but, you know, the same boy, you know, did that to her could do it to your sister. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you never know. Yeah, man, I feel you. That whole thing with him trying to make it seem like that was a normal thing that just all dudes do is a uh, is a problem for me. What I will, what I will say on his no, behalf, what, what he what he said was there's a thing called Spanish Fly, which I'm not familiar with. I've heard of, and it's an aphrodisiac. And what he said was they were drinking and they took it, and then she was kind of fucked up, and then he kind of tried to backtrack and be like. She, they they both were fucked up, you know what I'm saying? And he smashed, and then he asked her, like, did I rape you the first time we had sex? And, you know, and it goes from there. Um, one day what we were talking about was, like, holding your own boy accountable. Like, do dudes do that, you know? Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I, I do agree with that. We do uh, kind of let him get away with stuff like that. Like, even during that podcast when he was talking about it, like, nobody nobody was really checking him, like, and I listened to another one where he was talking about another chick, um, kind of the same situation. He's like, you know, she got mad drunk, blah, blah, blah. But nobody yeah. was really like, yo, that's fucked up. They were all kind of, they was all laughing about it. You know what I'm saying? He was laughing about it. Uh, old boy Andrew was laughing about it. And whoever else they had on the show, they was all laughing about it. And I'll be honest, at the time when I first listened to it, I didn't even, it didn't even register. Like, I was just listening yeah. to the episode. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't say, yo, that's fucked up. Until somebody else brought it up later on and was like, yo, y'all just ignoring this shit? So uh, I definitely, definitely um, can see that, yeah, we, I, I agree that we definitely um, let our boys off the hook or, or, or it's normalized. Um, so it's just not even that big of a deal to us. We don't realize when it does happen. So, so this topic is kind of interesting to me because, like I said, I talked to a lot of my own girls and uh, one particular recently. And um, I guess I want to ask y'all, do y'all get, do y'all have conversations with black women in particular where they express that they feel like we don't protect them as a whole? Like, whether it be publicly just defending them or, like, calling dudes out and stuff like that. Do y'all get that? Because I, I feel like I only get it from online. Like, in real life, I've never heard yeah. black women talking about this and been and saying this, you know? Yeah, that's funny you say that because I was, I was, thinking about a, a group that I'm on on Facebook called Masturbators. Um, and another <laughs> one, another one uh, called, uh, what's the name of that group? Um, Positive Black Images. And all of the women on there are saying the same thing, just like you said. But what's funny is, women online are, are also quick to dog black men at the same time. Oh yeah, um, we, gonna, we gonna get to that. That's, that's the topic. We definitely yeah. get to that. Um, but I, absolutely, I agree. Like, I've never heard a black woman in my in my in real life tell me that what about you marcus well see you know i have a plethora of black women in my family um most of which are with um black you know black men and you know they've all said the same things to me you know like basically inside our family you know like these guys are the examples of you know how you need to be with your women you know be protective you know listen to them all that other stuff but uh, this ad basically like outside in the real world, the people that are not like that basically let me know that my family experience isn't, you know, necessarily indicative of the whole world experience. So I've seen people online talk about, you know, stuff like that. But I know people that, you know, I've, I've heard some fucked up shit that's happened uh, to them at the hands of black men. And so I know it's real. I'm not saying it's not. But the n number of conversations that I've had in person versus what I see online, I'm trying to take into account that, you know, my own experience isn't you know, the whole worldview, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm not going to discount somebody online saying something just because I haven't seen it myself. You know what? Let's get into the next topic because they kind of blend so that we can, I don't have to have any parameters with this. Black men are trash. <laughs> when you see and hear that, well, what are y'all thoughts? Just off top, you see that every day. I know for me, if I go on Twitter, every day I see something with that sentiment. Well, I'm sweeping generalizations are always, you know, a wash in my opinion. So anytime you speak in absolutes, you know, you 
kind of showing how close minded you are about just people and experience and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that uh, I think it just comes down to a lot of people being hurt. Um, and a natural reaction is, uh, you know, when you get hurt, you want to dog that person that hurt you um, and, and make generalizations, uh, especially if you are in a black, if you live in a black community and, you know, you see it all around. Right. So, for instance, to, to give another analogy, right, I'm in, uh, you know, around military bases. I'm like, yo, military uh, relationships are all trash. Everybody's cheating on everybody, right? Yeah, sweet. Even generalization, right? And that's because I, <laughs> I was hurt in that same situation, right? So uh, same thing. Like when, you, when you're in that situation and that's all you know and all you see, it's easy to make those generalizations. But I also think a lot of things come into or other things come into it like, uh, like the media, right? So when you see in movies – all you see is is uh, black men being gangsters and and drug dealers and beating up on their women. That also comes into to effect, right? So all you get all this negative uh, input, and everything you've seen is negative. So it's obvious that the output is gonna is gonna be negative as well. Is there ever a point where y'all start to either take it personally when you keep seeing like that narrative of like black men are trash? this, that, and the third, y'all need to do better. Um, an example would be, I had a conversation about the dude who was going on these dating sites and then luring women and raping them and killing them. And I was, I saw like, uh, black men need to do better. And I argued to someone, um, no rapists, you're talking about rapists. Like that has nothing to do with me. I can't make a rapist do better. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Does that ever like, do you ever take it personally? Or start to get annoyed by this shit? I do when I, it's someone that I know I personally can't help. You know what I'm saying? If it's someone that's, you know, coming to me with a real problem and there's something I can do about it and it's like, yeah, okay, I'll do what I can uh, to be there for that person or whatever. But, you know, just random person on the internet that's, you know, going to argue with me or whatever about how me as a black person, as a black man, am not shit for being a black man is, yeah, that shit's a wash. I I, I can't fuck with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't take it personal ever. If it's not, if it's not me, you know, I'm not gonna be like offended by it. But it's definitely annoying to see it all the time. I'm not gonna act like it doesn't annoy me. But as far as taking like personally, like to the feels, not really. So are are y'all like consciously aware of uh, male privilege that we have? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So well, what, I asked what that, exactly do you mean by that? Like, okay, so I asked that, okay, so I asked that because I remember I heard a podcast like years ago, and this woman was talking about like the whole um, like the catcalling stuff, right? And at first, I was like, like this is ridiculous. This is like not like the points they were trying to make. I was like, it's ridiculous. But then she was talking about you know just the everyday harassment. That, you know, women sometimes go outside with headphones on just so they don't so they can act like they don't hear the shit that men say to them. And then a woman basically was saying, you know, men, if they're in a situation, let's say you're walking through a neighborhood, more than likely, if something happens, you can fight your way out of it, out of whatever situation you're in or you can get yourself out of it. Right. But women. A lot of times they're in situations where they got to hope that men don't do something to them. And so like that kind of ties into like male privilege. Like you don't really think about it, but like you can walk into an establishment or to a party or something like that. And you could pretty much for the most part, know I'm going to be okay. Like I can get out of this situation. If shit looks crazy or whatever. Whereas women, they're kind of at the mercy of men. And that's like at work everywhere. Yeah. I definitely see that a lot. Um, being on a college campus and, you know, being in, college parties and stuff because you know i don't know whether it's just uh whether it's unintentionally or not but you know usually you can see when you see more people out of control and stuff at uh parties and stuff it's usually uh women more than men i don't know it's because you know they're either like light you know lighter with drinking it takes less to get them like that off or whether like niggas are doing it on purpose but yeah you can definitely see i've seen probably too many situations um that could have gone wrong but didn't uh because we were around because uh, I have, like, a lot of female friends that I go out with and stuff, and I was like, damn, it's like, 
if we were like some like bad dudes, you know, me and like my niggas that we go out with. So we was like some bad shit could have happened. But you know, we're actually here like taking care of them. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, definitely. I know. I seen that in college and uh, in the military a lot. Man, drinking in the barracks. It'd be like ten dudes to to like one female, like a lot. And I'd be like, yo. I don't know how comfortable I could be like that if I was a woman. Like, it's I don't think about it when I'm a dude. Even if I if it's like me and five of my guys and we don't know none of these dudes party we at. Like, I feel like we could fight our way out of it. We can get out of it if we need to. Women, it ain't no telling what could happen. So, what are the right and wrong ways to break things off with a female? Look, I'm gonna go with Wendell first, and since you got oh. all the experience, you got. Oh. You got you got that that smorgasbord that melted pot of women over there. Nah, yeah. <laughs> crazy. I'm, I'm terrible at it, yo. Yeah, uh, horrible man. Like I got I got to bring up ghosting before I forget. Just throw that out there because I've been hearing women complain a lot about that. But go ahead, nah, man. Nah, I, I won't ghost, yo. But uh, I, I'm terrible at it because my issue is I don't I don't like to hurt feelings. So no matter. Like no matter what the situation is, man. Like I don't want to hurt somebody so bad that they want to, you know, they want to hurt themselves or fuck them over for a long time. So uh, usually, what I do is I'll start start a fight, man, and uh, it it could be the tiniest thing, but I'll make that shit explode. And <laughs> in the long run, man, like it it just gets to the point where like they don't want to deal with me, anymore, and they'll be like, "Yo, it's not working out." And then I'll be like, cool. So you basically yeah. just like plant a seed and then let that shit. Blow. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm horrible at it. Yeah. Like I said, I don't like That's to hurt people. So. I can't do all that. Plant the seed. Yeah. That's too much work for me. I I would rather um, either be told straight up that, hey, yo, this isn't it. So it's either got to be, you know, some clear ass reason like, no, I can't fuck with it no more, or you're going to fucking work on it. Yeah, that's kind of how I be, but uh, I know, like, my last one, I just, the way it ended was like, yo, when I drive these kids off, I'm not coming back here. <laughs> like, that was how it ended, you know what I'm saying? But she knew what that meant, which was like, yo, it's over, you know what I'm saying? Normally, normally I'm more like, I'm kind of like what Marcus was saying, like, I get, like, I'll try whatever, whatever on a relationship, and then it gets to the point where it's like, yeah, this shit ain't working, so I'll just be like, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's pretty much. And then I just block them from everything. That's like my whole process. So yeah, like, there's no contact? No contact. Like, that's normally my protocol. And then people tell me I'm heartless for doing that. You know what I'm saying? But my whole thing is like, I got to get over you. And I can't be seeing you every day when I, you know what I'm saying? When I don't want to. You feel me? Like, back in the day, if you broke up with a chick, you never saw her unless y'all went to school together or y'all lived in the same neighborhood because you just wouldn't call her. But right. now it's like you break up with somebody. Yeah, all right, so I don't see you. But then, like, I can go on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and you you know what I'm saying? You might just pop up on somebody's picture. I don't even want to see that. And I definitely don't want to see what you're doing because I'm going to overanalyze everything. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like I'd rather just you not be able to contact me, cut off everything, and then I come back around later on once I'm good, you know what I mean? Yeah, see, that that, that shit never never bothers me, man. Like, once I'm done, I'm done. Like, it, it don't bother me to look at photos, to see what they're doing, none of that. I'm actually, I can't think of one of my exes that I'm not friends with still right now. Like, yeah. after, after, after that initial little thing when we split, we'll yeah. start talking again within a couple of weeks, yo, and I'm friends with all of them. See, I've I've been friends with them, but it's always a time period that got to pass, and then I like, all right, cool, let you back in, because I at that point I have no kind of feelings, no reminiscing, no nothing. Mm-hmm. I can see a picture of you with whoever, and it's good, and it's all it's all good or whatever. But otherwise, I'm like not, I delete, block all that shit, and delete these pictures. I'm trying not to do the picture thing. Cause I'm like, I might want to look back on memories and be like, at least I got pictures with these women. So I'm trying to, what I try to do is stash that off somewhere that I'm not going to be like seeing. 
You know what I'm saying? And then maybe I go back years later and maybe I tell my whole story. Bam, I got a picture of a girl. Bam, right there. Mm-hmm. All right, so question for y'all. How long until y'all delete the nudes? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. The nudes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't get deleted. <laughs> see, see, I'm different. See, I'm different. I feel like I sh- I've started to try to like archive more stuff in my life, even if I'm through with that person. Dude, I used to delete them too, man. And I used to be mad later. Oh, and be like, yo, just <laughs> <laughs> be like, damn, like you go looking for some shit on the hard drive or something. You be like, you be like, damn, where them nudes at? And you already done deleted them. But now, man, I'm a collector. <laughs> yo, I got a folder. Hell yeah. Off in the cut. If I even if I have a girl, like, well, you know, I shouldn't even say that, but you know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, but you know. Hell yeah, I got it. Uh, part of my collection. <laughs> I got an encrypted container, yo. It goes, <laughs> it goes straight in there. I got photos, videos, everything. They ain't never getting deleted. So, so let me tell you, it's like it's a quick story. It should be. So I was, I was in a relationship, and the one before, I had like this is when I had the older iPhone, where like if you take a picture, your shit is full. So what I used to do when I was in this relationship with this girl is. I would always send them to myself, like through email, and I put them in a folder. So the next relationship I was in, for whatever reason, whatever was going on, it wasn't even like no no cheating or nothing going on, but she was alone with my phone for an extended period of time. So then she went into my Gmail and was like, and then went to like the sent folder. Like, I don't even think the folder that I initially had the pics in was even there anymore. But she went to like my sent emails folder or whatever and then saw those pictures that i completely forgot about like i had not you know what i'm saying and then she was like oh so i did this that and the third and i'm thinking why are you doing this that and the third like like why are you even in my stuff to begin with <laughs> you feel me and then she was told me and then when she because because i came home and i it was obvious i was in trouble for something but i had no idea that's the worst feeling is when you don't know what you did. So I'm like, what the, I'm trying to think in my head while she's talking. And then she tells me what she found. And I'm like, oh, that's it. And I'm like, but she's like, oh, if it was the other way around, then blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, man, listen, man, it ain't the other way around. Cause one, I don't be going through, <laughs> yeah, I don't be going through your shit. And secondly, like, come on, man, where'd you find those at and then once i got the whole story i was like man you found those in the sent folder i completely forgot it. i'm not deleting stuff out of my sent folder i'm not thinking about that you feel me so i ever got caught let me backtrack a little bit since, since you brought that up there's a few things for me that's instant breakups yo that going through my phone going through my email instant breakup i won't have no issues cutting you off for that that's done if i'm not i don't have a problem what do y'all think about like passcodes giving people passcodes in a relationship? Nah. See, I've no. done that. I've done that. I've done that. And the main reason I did it was because we would be like chilling, playing music or whatever, and be on the other person's phone. You got to keep asking for their password. So I was like, yo, I ain't got nothing to hide, bam, whatever. But then I've had chicks go in and look for stuff, not find anything, and then tell me. I don't know why they tell me. But they tell me, and then I'm like, yo, why would you even... That's not even why I gave it to you for. I don't have anything to hide, but you feel me? But that's not even why I gave it to you. No, I, I did that once before, and uh, kind of for a similar reason, just because just to be chilling, and, you know, one person's phone would be charged and be like, oh, let me go on my Twitter real quick and see X, Y, Z. And, you know, so just be logged into your phone and forget to log out or whatever. And I found you see some shit you don't want to see. Like you really see if your uh if it's the other way around, like your girl's like logging onto your Twitter on your phone. Uh-huh. You see a lot of shit you don't like necessarily want to see. Like you see how many niggas are like lobbing shots in her DMs or whatever, and they come into your phone. You know. <laughs> Yo, you ever seen one of your homeboys do that? Nah, nah, not nah. I don't think I've ever seen that. Not trying to person. Shoot, shoot at your girl. Yeah. Yeah, I like, see that shit, yo. That's that's how I found out about my whole uh my ex wife situation, yo. So that's what caused my divorce was I found out one of well supposedly my best friend at the time was smashing my 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 ex wife while I was deployed. Mm. That's how I found out about that shit. 
yeah, so yeah, so both of y'all against the packs, goals and all that. I just don't want you snooping, dog. Like if you gonna look, like I just I can't do I can't deal with that. I definitely had more than uh more than one female uh like tell me like go through my stuff and then be like, Oh, um, yeah, I went through it. And I'd be like, yo, did you find what you was looking for? And it, the, the the responses are funny. Because it's, really cause it's always, <laughs> I wasn't looking for anything. It was like, yeah, you was looking for something. You know? <laughs> like, like what, now, what gets me is when they don't find what they're looking for, but they make something else an issue it, that wasn't an issue before. And that alone with, like, you know, the actual trust thing is the main reason why you should never go through phones, no matter if you're a dude or female. Because you can, it could be the, my, the most minute thing, and you'll read into it just because you was looking for something, anything yeah. to be mad at. Yep, cause dog, I, I'm gonna be real. When I was like maybe like 22, I definitely went through a chick's like uh, I think their email, and man, yeah, like you were saying, Marcus, man, it's certain stuff, dog. You just don't want to find. Like it's just like it, my whole thing is if I gotta look through your stuff, then we we good. <laughs> like I don't need to be with you. Exactly. Once you get to that point where if you don't have that much trust already, where you feel like you gotta look. Then it's already a failed situation. Yeah. So, uh, so we got for breaking up females, be direct or just like breadcrumbs or just throw breadcrumbs until they figure it out. So, I mean, I guess there, there's no right or wrong way. I guess the the worst way is just like I was bringing up before is ghosting. It's just you just stop, <laughs> you just stop communicating with people. And then, uh, then they left to kind of that's figure tough. it out. Yeah, that's that's shitty, man. I've been ghosted before, yo. That's a shitty feeling, man. Too. I, I got like you have zero control, and I'm that's my thing, man. I, if when I don't have control, I lose my mind, yo. So that's like one of the most annoying things in the world to me. Dude, I, 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 I can never do that to nobody else. Dude, I got ghosted. It wasn't even a relationship. It was like I was talking to someone that I already knew. I was deployed, and I went on a mission. Like, and everything was good. Like, we was thinking about like, oh, when you get back, we gonna get up and maybe try to do this relationship thing. I'm like, cool. Like, yo, I'm about to go on this mission, going outside the wire and shit. Man, I come back from that shit. I never heard from the chick again until like a year <laughs> later, and she was coming through North Carolina talking about yo, uh, you know, I'm going to Georgia. I'm thinking about like getting some cookout, maybe me and you could smash. And I'm like, yo, I, I really had to call her and be like, yo, you got me fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yo, man. I was like, yo, that's you're some supposed to tell stuff. Yeah, I probably would have smashed. Nah, I, I, I was like, yo, I was like, yo, she's not worth, like, the problems that come with her. I was just like, nah, I'm good, man. I'm good. You, like, you, you respect yourself enough to not put, you know, put yourself through that. Nah, I respect Just because that. it was just so much bullshit, you know what I'm saying, with the chick already you know what i'm saying so i was just like yo i'm good man and i ended up you know i ended up talking to her eventually but not not like that but you know that shit is i, I don't even think i got cold enough hard to just like just stop answering people's texts you know? yeah i mean i've never done it uh well i don't think i have anybody uh it hasn't happened to me but i've seen it uh happen before uh some of my homeboys and yeah that's just kind of rough Ooh. I mean, for yeah. one reason or another, because, I mean, usually there's a reason behind it, but. You know. Man, I had a chick tell me, uh, basically, like, gave me the it's too good to be true type of answer, and I got scared, and I was like, what? That is horrible. Like, that's, that was why you stopped. Oh, that, you know that's why I'm she ghosted you. Yeah. Uh, I was like, wow. I'd rather it be just because you ain't fuck with me. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, that shit don't make no sense to me, the whole too good thing. So it's like, what, I was supposed to disrespect you or some shit like that? Or I was it, supposed it was, to bring some like, negative shit? <laughs> yeah, it, it was like on some, like, it was work. It sounded like it would work. And I don't know. Maybe she was used to failure. I don't know. I, I It was some very, like, yo, you need to go to therapy type of answer. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Yeah. But... <laughs> Anyway, I, I don't know if I would do yeah, the whole thing again. She probably wanted the same ones talking about black men ain't shit. <laughs> uh, that, you know what? That actually, she actually is. That's yep. funny. Yep. So, uh, all right, our last topic is uh, fake ass and titties. Do, does it matter? If they're done right. 
There's a right yeah. and a wrong way to do everything. So you talking about like the chicks with the fake ass where they don't have hips to dies with them that come with look, them and they look, just be looking crazy? People, I've been, um, for various reasons, uh, I don't want to make it sound like, you know, I just finished shit up, but for done a lot of research on this shit over the last year or so. And uh, there's a lot of people, um, especially in media or whatever, like social media, like models, stuff like that, that have had alterations under their body that you really don't know about because it's really done well. Now, if you're out here getting, you know, a bunch of silicone pumped and you looking like a, you know, stripper or porn star or something like that, it's like, yeah, that shit kind of, it's just kind of wash, but you know. Speak, speaking of porn stars, Wendell, tell us about your your uh, experience with like seeing porn stars in real life. Oh, uh, I mean, it was, I mean, it really, really ain't much, man. It's cool, <laughs> uh, but I, I thought you said, man, they normally don't look the way that they. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I lived out in L.A. back in what 2011, um, and they would be around. It was really down in in, in the valley. But they would be around all the time, man. You run into them in the supermarket, uh, in Target, at the gas station, all kinds of places. But like, you just realize the amount of makeup and production that goes into the films, yo. Because a lot of them just look they hurt, they're hurting, yo. <laughs> Talking about like facial scars, crazy acne, uh, like it's. it's I give a shout out to the makeup artist, yo, because a lot of them is like real transformations that they do. For real? Damn, yeah. man. Yo, I, I went to college with a, a girl that is a porn star. I don't want to say her name or whatever. I tell y'all off <laughs> who Not she is or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> man, I found out she was a porn star. I was like, what? And then I looked her up because they told me her name. And I was like, she was kind of beginning, but now she be on all the the interracial sites the, where it'll be like the specialties where the, the white chicks with the black dudes shit. She looks, she actually looks good in real life, but you know, they do kick on that makeup like crazy on a lot of, but, um, to the, to the original topic, Wendell, does that bother you? Like, uh, yeah, yo, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of cosmetic surgery period. You know, like it's, it's a major turnoff for me, um, for more than just the, the physical looks too. You know, so, uh, but but dealing with the physical looks, um, I feel like I feel like a lot of these women that get these surgeries done come out looking like, and I'm probably gonna catch some heat for this, but they come out looking like transgender men, yo. Um, right. Uh, like it's Speak just the it. it's like the the awkward proportions, um. The unrealistic sizes, man. It's just, it's, it's not sexy to me at all. I got a homeboy actually, constantly. He's constantly sending me uh, these models on on Instagram, right? He'll DM me the models, and I'm like, "Yo, stop sending me these tranny looking chicks, man!" Like, it's, it's not, <laughs> not my shit. It's not my shit at all, yo. Like the, the disproportionate waist to hip ratios. That shit is not sexy at all to me, man. It, it, looks, it looks way too fake. Um, but then on another level too, like, I like I like natural shit, right? Period, right? Like I like I want to see I like stretch marks. Uh, I like natural nappy hair, yo. All right, I'm not in with the weaves and all that shit, man. Well, yeah. why why not the weaves? What, what's what's wrong with the weaves? What bothers you about it? Um, I feel like it's a it's a um, uh, what's a good word for it? I don't necessarily want to say whitewashing, but I feel like it's a way of of um it's a self-hate thing right <laughs> so okay. you're getting this super straight hair it's not natural to you right because you've been shown that beauty is straight hair beauty is this hair that that blows in the wind and hangs down to your ass right and that's crazy yo I, like natural black hair to me is so fucking beautiful yo like my my fiance now she she She's always wearing weaves and shit. And I'm like, yo, we're not getting married till you grow that hair out and start wearing that shit now. <laughs> like, straight up. Like, it's just, man, I, I feel like it's the self-hate thing, man. Like, we, do, you blame, do you blame blame them, though, for if it is that? Let's just say it is that. Do you blame them or or is there a solution to that, you know, as well? 
Um, yeah, I, I don't know if I can say I blame them. Because, um, I mean, it's, it's what they've been taught. Even, even, even without the weaves, right? So even if you go back to, like, perming your hair and shit like that, putting chemicals all in, it's the same thing. Um, so I, I wouldn't say I, I, can bl- I blame them, but I just I hate it. And every time I get the chance, I tell, I tell black women all the time, if I see them and it's, like, obvious weave in there, I'll tell them straight up, yo, go natural. Stop, stop putting that fake shit in your hair. So you tell this to just women you know, or just you <laughs> random people? Yo, I did it at a rush. I did it at wings uh, one time, yo, and, and it was I wasn't shooting at the chick or nothing, yo. She was in there with her dude, and uh, she had this hair. Uh, it was it was blonde. Uh, mm-hmm. It was down to her ass. She was flinging that shit all around like she was the hottest shit in the world, yo. And so uh, I asked her, I was like, yo, you ever wear your hair natural? And she's like, yeah. I was like, can I see a picture? So she shows me the picture. And it's like, it, it was an old picture, but her hair was crazy, yo. Like, she had these, uh, uh, it was blown out. She had, like, I don't want to call them Afro puffs because they wasn't, they wasn't quite Afro puffs. But she had, like, split down the middle. Shit was beautiful. And so okay. I told her, I was like, yo, I was like, your hair is beautiful. Like, you, you start wearing this shit natural. And I turned to her dude. And I was like, yo, man, I'm not shooting. I'm not trying to cause no issues. And I'm just saying she needs to stop wearing that bullshit in her hair. He was like, yo, I, I tell her the same thing all the time, brother. She don't ever want to listen. She don't want to listen. She was like, whatever. My hair looks good. All this bullshit. Yeah, I tell I tell random people all the time, yo, I, I hate fake hair, yo. And fake hair. See, my thing with that is, like, what, what, what does that give us the right to police someone else's personal preferences? Like, someone could say, hey, yo, you know. Your hairline, you know, you shouldn't be growing your hair out. I like you better because I get that, like, sometimes. Like, oh, I grow my hair out. You know, I miss me have short hair. But it's like, shit, I like my long hair. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's something that I have a personal connection with. So it's like, what if someone tell me to cut my hair off and go bald? Or if I wanted to get dressed, someone, you know, get a professional look or whatever, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. And I, and I have no rebuttal to that whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know some I, people I, I, just like it just because they like it. You're not necessarily yeah. because it's a self-hate thing. Because maybe she does, you know, she's, you said she had natural hair before. So yeah. maybe it's not a self-hate thing that she can't pull it off. Maybe she just wanted some hair just to change some shit up. Because that's one thing that I've, uh, in my experience, learned. That sometimes women just want some different shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair point. Yeah, I, yeah it's, it's definitely a, a selfish uh, view. And it's just because I hate, I hate that hair, yo. So I just, I, I want to see everybody wearing natural hair. Every yeah. every black female wearing natural hair is definitely a selfish view. Yeah, well, I mean, but I that. get where it's coming from though, because it is like more power to self when you have that. You know what I'm saying? You know, owning your own beauty and shit like that. Yeah, but, yeah. So with the the topic we were talking about, um, I personally, I've never came across someone that I knew that I was trying to talk to that had like fake shit, unless it was some like uh, breast reduction type shit or something like that, something for your health. I just can't. I don't think I see myself with someone like that because I feel like it kind of says something about how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I look at it also like I can't it's hard for me to have those type, that type of empathy because I don't look at myself and be like man, I wish I had this. Nothing that I couldn't get on my own like naturally. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. go work out, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, and get like if I want a bigger bicep, something like that, right? Like I can go get that. Uh, if you want to fatter ass or bigger titties and you've always felt just some type of way about that uh you kind of there's no like <laughs> regimen that i know of where you can go get that like naturally so right. i look at it that way too but i just don't think i would see myself taking someone seriously who was trying to do that or had done that you know i'd like to think that but you know hey i might meet someone tomorrow with some fake titties and fall in love you know <laughs> well see no my only issue with it isn't you know whether someone does because it's like you know self-esteem shit i mean it can come from how they look but if they want to do something they have the means to help themselves with that you know if you can you know i'm not going to personally judge you for it, but if you're going to do something like that then parade around social media or whatever acting like you know you've been in the gym like this you know 40 squats a day you know free weights uh you know, for two months straight, and my butt went from a you know 
I don't know women's yeah, sizes. Yeah, me like neither. Space, anything crazy. Do you know what I mean? Do. Like, basically went up, like, five, six pants sizes from doing, like, 40 squats a day every day, you know, in the gym. I, that's what I don't fuck with because, you know, people acting like, you know, fitness models and shit like that. But they went and actually got some alterations. Oh, yeah. When when so. they when they take that, that leave of absence from social media, then they pop up all of a sudden looking right, looking better than they did before. We already know what time what time it is, you know. The reason why I kind of feel like I wouldn't rock with someone who does that is just because I feel like, every, you know, people have self-esteem issues and even myself. But it's like, to me, it's a whole nother level when you go to those, like, when you go to, like, going and getting surgery to change yourself. Because a lot of the women you be seeing, nothing's wrong with them, dude. Or, like, maybe right. it's just the way I look at it. Because I be like, I like thick women, slim women. You got a little... You got a little pouch. Yeah. If you look good enough and you know the body shape right, I can still rock with it. Still knock it down. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. You slim. You know what I'm saying? You might not got no ass, but you pretty as shit. I can yeah. still work with that. Like, that's just me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I like women that are all kind of different shapes, sizes, colors, all that. You know what yeah. I mean? And I so, mean, exactly. And, and, and so, maybe we don't express that enough, and maybe I would like too many pictures on Instagram of women with fat asses. That might be like some of what I can do to contribute to to making these women understand that like, dude, this so what I always tell people is you could be a nerd, you could be or whatever. There's always somebody that likes it. So you could be a skinny chick and there's some dude that love nothing better than the smash bony ass chicks mm-hmm. doggy style. There's some there's some dudes. There's a group <laughs> of dudes out there. There's a demographic for it. You feel me? Yeah. And so I think if women understood that, they wouldn't do that so much because according to them, all these women are doing this because of us. And yeah. I'm like, you ain't doing it for me because I'm the type of nigga, like you talking about stretch marks, I tell them, I look stretch marks like stamps. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no problem. You know what I'm saying? So... That's my whole take on it. It's like, that's why I'd say I wouldn't, but who knows, you know? Yeah. Like I said, I don't know what tomorrow brings me, man. I might meet a chick that's full of plastic, you know what I'm saying? And, right. and fucking fall in love with her, you know? Yeah. I, uh, and my last, my last thing on it is I, I can't get behind uh, taking a risk to your life for superficial reasons. Uh like the most famous one, I guess, recently or fairly not recently, but that I know of is was uh, Kanye West mom, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, older lady. She looked. I mean, she looked decent for her age, right? She wasn't like no no hag, but yeah. she feels the need to go into that knife, and then you lose your life over that shit, yo. Like it's that's crazy to me to to take a risk like that over some superficial shit. Yeah, man. Yo, these doctors out here are thriving too man i call them the doctor builder broads like yeah they out there is like mr potato head but with the body you know what i'm saying and- yeah i seen an article um the other day i can't remember the doctor's name i think he's out in miami but he's, miami. Talking, yeah. Yeah, he's talking about he his wife and they took a picture together and he's like yo i finally built my perfect wife whoa <laughs> yeah, that was the that was the title of the article you know and his chick is on you know Island holding his hand in the picture and shit. And I'm like, yo, that's crazy. Yo, I, I was thinking about this, and this might be some far out weed head shit to even think, but I feel like as we progress, we shouldn't be surprised that the whole artificial, like the AIs that you can fuck, like the robots and stuff that are coming out. Yeah. Because if you look at what we have, we like evolved to. It's just like more porn, more like people being naked, more toys, to fake shit. To now we got a whole fucking robot human you can smash. Which was right. uh, I saw someone uh, reference uh, Patrice O'Neill regarding that. Uh, it's talking about how he uh, asked the audience, you know, oh, what would happen if you know you lost your pussy or something, and she was like. Women started saying, oh, well, I could still give him head or fuck, blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, see, you just qualified yourself as a series of holes. <laughs> Same shit that happened when, you know, that whole, you know, fucking robot shit came out or whatever. And started saying all that shit. Oh, well, she can't do this, can't do that. It's like comparing yourself to plastic and metal. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, chill. Like, have some, like, self-respect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I, I think we shouldn't be surprised at where we at, man. You know what I mean? But ain't they, ain't they starting to open up brothels and shit with those uh, sex dolls and stuff? I wouldn't be surprised, man. And you know, people going to do it, man. Yeah, blow up dolls and all kind of bullshit like that has been around. Like we shouldn't even be surprised. Uh, all this fake shit, man. I mean, all pun intended, but you know, they said build it and they will come. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In that on that note, we're gonna wrap it up, man. I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate Wendell and Marcus coming on. Um, I definitely appreciate it, man. Um yo, shout out y'all like social medias and all that for anybody that wanna follow y'all. Um, so I'm not on much. You can hit me up on Instagram um at whiskey underscore Charles. That's about all it for right. me. All right. all right, yeah. I'm on uh Twitter. At Mr. Cold World, that's C O L E, Mr. Cold World, and uh, Instagram, Mr. Cold World 07. Uh, also, hit up the pickup podcast, yeah, uh, Twitter. You know, we be on that pickup underscore podcast on Twitter and uh, pickup podcast on Instagram. So, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, hey, I meant to before we get out of here, right? Um, well, I got two segments I do on the podcast. So, the first segment is uh, Lust at First Sight, could be a celeb. Or kind of like less known celeb, it could be like an IG model, whatever. That you know, what I'm saying the whole premise of lust at first sight is I don't believe in love at first sight. I just believe in lust at first sight. You know, what I'm saying I'll go first if y'all need a second to think on that. Um, and also, we do the unpopular opinion segment for my uh, lust at first sight is going to be a. Uh, hopefully, I say her name right, Zazie Beats. Uh, she's on um, AT uh, Atlanta, the show. She's uh, like his uh, big mama. I think she was on the uh, new yeah. uh, Deadpool. Uh, she's about to be in a bunch of shit. Um, I think she's pretty dope, pretty fly. Um, we were talking about natural hair. Um, I've seen a lot of her. I don't know what she looks like on an everyday basis, but she had like, like it looked like the fro type of look going. I really like that. You know what I'm saying? She could play domino in Deadpool, yeah? Yeah, yeah, man. So that's my uh, lust at first sight of the week. What about y'all? Hey, sh- shit, man. I gotta say, uh, a little bit surprised, but uh, Iggy Azalea. She, oh uh, shit, Nick, Nick, you fucked up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she definitely got some of that work done. <laughs> yeah, look, I don't care. See, that's what I'm talking about. If it's right, if it's good, if it's done well enough, Nick I gotta look. Like, who cares? I gotta go <laughs> do some exam. I gotta do an examination. I really just have. Stop paying her attention. I mean, just she's just been popping up with these wild ass pictures on Instagram Ooh, and Twitter. Fried chicken uh, on her ass and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that nigga, that nigga Nick been going through it, talking about something. You don't have to do this. You're better than this. <laughs> nigga sound like Drake. Uh, so yeah, shout out Nick. You fucked up. <laughs> that's what's up. So I'm gonna um, go left with this man, especially since I was talking about natural hair and shit, but. uh I've been creeping on this chick, Aubrey Plaza, recently, yo. Aubrey Plaza, hold on. Yeah. She's a chick. She's a, the real awkward, weird chick um, from, uh, y'all seen Parks and Rec? I probably seen that episode. Um, i trying to think what else she been in. Um, she was I, in. I know of it. Yeah, Bad Gra- or Dirty Grandpa. Bad Grandpa, okay. one of the movies. Um. But yeah, mad sexy, yo. She got these crazy eyes. I'm sexy looking. as shit, yo. Okay, I see you. I see you. All right. Yeah, that's what so, I'm And I'm the same way, like you said earlier, like all shapes and sizes, man, I could find beauty in it, man. And she she definitely ain't curvy or none of that shit, but there's something mad sexy about her. All right. So my unpopular opinion, and they're going to kill me for this one. Um because I had a list and I already ran through all the other ones. So I believe Aaliyah is overrated. <laughs> I believe okay. that um, it's obvious that when you die, you get um, you get brought up a level or two. And um, I don't believe that she couldn't have been great. But I, for what I saw, like I, I started listening to her like one in a million. So I didn't even listen to the nasty R. Kelly shit that he was doing with her. But even so, like, and I think she was talented. She probably would have been a decent actor. But the stuff I saw her in, she wasn't good. And it wasn't like I was like, yo, she's a great actor. 
And uh, a lot of people like to do the whole like thing they do with Jay Z with Biggie, but they do it well. Uh, Beyonce and Aaliyah, and they're like Beyonce wouldn't be who she was. I think she, Beyonce would be who she was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I think Aaliyah would be whoever she was gonna be. Um, I just think she's a little overrated, man. Not saying she's trash or anything like that. I think she was cool, and that's about it. Yeah, y'all would y'all would have killed me for my other uh, unpopular opinions that. I had. Already let off, but nah, nah man. <laughs> what about y'all? Shoot, unpopular opinion for me. Uh, well, it might be unpopular with more women than men, but a train is not a threesome. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> oh, shit. man, I was about to get your lap break, but you know what? I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let that one just sit there. Train is not a threesome. Bet. Um, shit. Um, My bad that I didn't tell y'all ahead of time. Yeah, I'm cut off guard with this one. Um, But I'm going to stick with the music thing like you did, man. J. Cole is mad overrated, yo. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Good night. Super oh, nice. Speak on it because I know he going to come on. Super overrated, yo. I'm not, don't get me wrong. I'm not taking away from the fact that he can rap, especially when I was just talking about mumble rappers earlier, right? Kid can rap, but he can't put together a good album to save his life, yo. Oh, shit. Mad boring. Except for, I, I give him... Uh, 2014? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's my favorite J. Cole album. Because I was saying J. Cole was, was overrated way back in the day. I had arguments with <laughs> about the shit. Then 2014 came out, and I was like, okay, maybe I was wrong about this cat. 2014 is rocking. That whole album is thumping. Yeah. Then he came out with the next jump. Um, I don't even know the name of it. Uh, uh, all Eyes On. All, I think it was All Eyes On. All Eyes For Me. Only, for Your Eyes Only. For Your Eyes Only, yeah. Yo, that shit was so boring, yo. I was in this jump listening to it, like, because everybody was hyping it up on Facebook and Instagram and everybody, yo. And I, I put it on. And I'm listening to it. And I'm like, yo, this shit is boring as fuck, yo. Like, I get it. I get you trying to. You got your little your message that you're trying to convey, man. But it's still music, yo. Like, I, I want to be entertained by the music. Like, don't I don't want to fall asleep listening to the music. Yeah, man. I about him anyway, yo. So, and then he came out with this last jump. Same thing. What's crazy about the last one? is he put out, the, he released the, the two tracks before that, right? When he was talking about uh, Kanye and Wale, uh, the False Prophets jump. That, that, was from, that was from that album, though. That's the same album you were talking about. That's when he did that. Four Eyes Only? Okay. Yeah, yeah he, he did that before that. All right, so then let me backtrack. Then let me go back to the album. He put out them two tracks before that, and I was like, okay, he's about to come with some heat on this jump. Then yeah, that came out. Shit was, shit, was, shit was dry. But, I, ain't, I ain't gonna lie, I didn't like that one either, man. This last album, I feel the same way about, yo. It's shit is dry as shit, yo. Like, it's, it's boring. Again, I'm not taking away from nothing from the kid saying he can't rap. He can rap. He can definitely rap. But I think he's he, he he's at the point where he whatever he puts out, he can put out complete bullshit. And everybody be like, yo, that shit is fire. Yo, you hear that latest J. Cole jump? That's, that's the last two albums was whack to me. Um, I'm gonna get to what Marcus wants to say about that. It reminds me kind of Nas though, because everyone knows Nas can rap, mm-hmm. but to me, he's like one of the worst beat pickers ever. And a lot of yeah. people think this. And I feel like if J. Cole relinquished some of those uh production duties to and let someone EP, mm-hmm. like, can you imagine if like Rick Ross EP to a J. Cole album? Yeah, I know it's completely crazy. different music, right? But I feel like he could put him on. He could put him on beats that would uh would bring out highlight his lyricism because it's to me it's not the rapping necessarily that is can be dry it's the whole sound throughout the album. Right. And I, I really like him too. We talked about this actually like one of the most recent I think more recent sports podcasts we had uh, we talked about this, but it's the exact same like <laughs> the exact same topic. Um, so I fuck with J. Cole, but I do be feeling the same way. A lot of his songs kind of, I forget which song is which because they kind of all sound the same. Exactly. So what you say, Marcus, to that? Hey, man, I don't got, I don't got nothing to say about it, man. J. Cole <laughs> was my favorite. 
J. Cole was my favorite rapper when I was 14. So, y'all gotta you understand that. There you go. I, it's I just like Jay Z. Everybody got their opinion. It's just like Jay Z, man. I already I'm saying because, like, I was on J. Cole when Warm Up Friday Night Lights dropped that era. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, I don't know. I guess kind of, I can definitely say that there is a difference in the music then and now, but I still appreciate it for what it is. I'm not going to say that that shit's trash. Like, that shit blows my mind when people say trash, considering what else is out there. Not to be that Jake Copeland that's like, oh, well, you know, it's better than mumble rap and shit. Because, like, on that same episode, I was talking how, like, Future's one of my favorite rappers, and that nigga's probably one of the most humblest of the mumble rappers. So Yeah. <laughs> I feel so, you. I, I, I definitely you know. been messing with Jay Cole since Friday Night Lights. I really like that uh, tape. But uh, shout out to Jay Cole, man. I don't know and all that. Man, you, yeah, hey, hey, oh, man. I'm like, like again, like I said, out of out of the rappers out today, Jay Cole is definitely in the top tier of lyricists. Like the kid can rap. I'm not taking nothing away from him on that on that uh, in that respect. I'm just saying his albums don't don't do nothing for me. Uh, you know they're gonna they're gonna they're, 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 you know they're gonna run you uh, they're gonna run you out the ville for this one man. I know, I know, <laughs> he, yeah. he actually live in the ville. <laughs> That's what's wild to me. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, hey, man, and, and tell them how there ain't really nothing to talk about with Fayetteville. This one dude, he was saying uh, all he does is talk about Fayetteville, and I was like, yeah, man, it ain't really much to talk about when you talk about Fayetteville. Nah, nothing at all. Yeah, it's got his basic amenities, you know. Pretty much it. Uh, yo, I appreciate y'all being on, man. Definitely want to try to do this again sometime, man. Yeah, yep. man. Appreciate you having me. Um, I gotta get this this phone checked out, but I'll definitely get on again. You invite me again. All right, man. Appreciate it. Yep. Right, y'all be good, man.